Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host... Paul Jamison. Welcome to Novi, Michigan, where it is gray. It is cold. You guys are used to that. We got Vince from New Jersey, and we got Steven from Pittsburgh. I guess you guys are used to this cold weather. I was at the pool yesterday with my shirt off. It was 75 and sunny. Must be nice. Down in the ATL. So okay. you're Cedric Owens' cousin. Yep. Steven. Yep. Everybody calls me Steve-O. Steve-O? Yep. <laughs> okay. And Vince, a friend of the show, uh, Mike Garvey's friend from New Jersey, Jersey Shore. Yes. <laughs> that episode. Get the mics as close as we can. Mr. Producer is going to have to work his skills on this because we got this DJ playing Eminem all loud. These people in grow up in Michigan. I wonder if we go in that room if it's quieter. There's ice on there. Oh, yeah. It's pretty. <laughs> Get it with a special booty. It's cold in there. Well, thank you to Brian and Liz for hosting us here in Michigan. Uh, this is my fifth time attending the Launch Entrepreneur Academy event. You've been here a few years? Three years now. This is your first rookie? one. Rookie? Yep. Okay. Yep. So you, uh, you're from Pittsburgh. Do you like the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah. Yeah, big Steeler fan. Okay. This year, they're like getting out, out, out yardage, out everything, but they're still We're still winning. winning. Yeah. What's that, Mike Tomlin coaching or? I don't know. I heard LeBron say something like, "They're like the Pittsburgh Steelers." Yeah, he said they're getting, you know, out, they're not outscoring anybody, but they're still winning. Yeah, so I'll take it. Yeah, you like LeBron? Yeah, I like LeBron. Really? Yeah, he's. Well, I don't know. LeBron's a crybaby a little bit, but you know, I grew he, up in Northeast Ohio, him. where everything's given, everything's earned, and nothing's given. Yeah, <laughs> and then LeBron left twice. <laughs> But I left, too, so I went down to Atlanta, so I can't, I can't talk trash, but I didn't. Anyway, I'm not a transcendent athlete like him, man. Yeah, he's a good athlete, though. You got to respect him. He's six foot eight, built like a tank. We, we uh, I grew up in Canton, Ohio. He's from Akron, Ohio. Okay. And in high school, I mean, he's six foot eight, and he's just... He, I've never seen a human yeah, being. I've met Shaq. Uh, I've, been, I've been around Shaq, but Shaq's not... Ripped like that, you know. What I mean, Shaq's a little, a little older, a little, little out of shape. Not yeah. bad, but no, 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 no. I got yeah. to go to his house this summer, which is pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that looked cool with uh, with Greg, right? Greg Woodstock yeah. got me down there. And Shaq's the coolest guy. Like, if you watch him on TNT, where he's like making fun of Charles Barkley and like a jokester, mm-hmm. he's just like that in real life. He's just a big, uh, big goofball. You know, tells dad jokes and everything like that. Massive yeah. human being. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's huge. So Cedric, I thought he lives in Columbus. He lives in Columbus. He's uh, originally from Pittsburgh. All our family's from Pittsburgh, and he moved to Columbus like when he was in high school. Okay. 
Yep. And you, you're in the lawn care business as well? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've been in the lawn care business since uh, 2012. But from 2018 to this is actually my first year back. I was uh, I got my CDL, so I was truck driving for a while. Okay. So this is like essentially my first year back, but, you know, not with the I'm not a rookie. I got you. <laughs> um, how many customers do you have? Uh, I think I picked up about between 60 and 70 customers this year. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah, first year back. And that's mowing grass or? Yeah, that's just lawn, lawn maintenance right now. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And how many people do you have working with you? Um, one right now. Just one. Yeah. Putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah. We're working Rich hard. <laughs> now, I went on a field trip to Pittsburgh once. There was like an incline. Uh, yeah. What's that called? It's the incline. It goes from um, like the lower part of Pittsburgh up to the overlook, and you can see the city from up top of there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, it's a beautiful nice city. city. Yeah. Beautiful city. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, but I have uh, to admit man, it's a beautiful city. <laughs> what do you mean it sucks? We got Miles Garrett, the number one defense in the NFL. Well, well, you know Pittsburgh runs our division, though. Yeah, but this year I think Cleveland – we played a Ravens this weekend, so by the time you guys listen to the show, that game will already have happened. So hopefully the Browns beat the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. well, we play you guys next week, and I'm coming up there for that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's payback game. Yeah. Are you guys knocking Chubb out? Yeah. I love Nick Chubb. Yeah. No, nah, he's a good player. I like Nick Chubb. He he shows up. He works hard. He don't run his mouth. Mm-hmm. He don't. He just does his job. Yep. And he's an absolute beast. Yeah. You like football, Vince? I do. That's what happens when I talk to his I cousin do. Cedric. We start talking about Ohio State. Well, yeah. Who do you like? The New York Jets? No. Giants? No. There's only one other guest that you can guess from New Eagles? Jersey. No, no, no. Heck New no. Jersey. There's New York Giants. But it's not in the area. It's it's very common for New Jersey. New England? Like no. That was just Dallas. Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. New Jersey has a weird mix. You, so you have the Eagles, you have the Giants, you have the Jets. But then you come to a mix where it's like Cowboys. It's it's yeah. a very unique um I guess what they say, territory. America's team. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I know, I know, I'm gonna get that. See, that, that's why I kept quiet. That's why I kept quiet with the team. I was like, all right, I'll let you guys do your thing. I'm from Northeast Ohio. So I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah. Steven's from Pittsburgh, yeah. and Pittsburgh's been great for my whole life. Yeah. They're always good. Hey, I respect that. I, well, I respect that. Dallas Cowboys fans. That's a cheap. That's like someone that's like a Golden State Warriors fan back in the day, or a Lakers fan. Hey, I'm a Golden State Warriors fan. We don't have a basketball team oh. though. Or a um, uh, New York Yankees fans are the worst. Oh, jeez. I'm not winning tonight with you. <laughs> what, you like the Cowboys and the Yankees? <laughs> well, I'm, Jer- I'm Jersey, so I'm like, that's, you know, Yankees are close enough. You know, it's. How close. far are you from uh, New York City? Uh, to get in there, about a little over an hour. Where's the New York Yankees stadium? In the Bronx. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, like I said, it takes, well, traffic wise, it's. It's an hour and a half to get to Yankee Stadium from yeah. where I'm at. And what do you do in the law enforcement? Law enforcement. So I work in a, a small little suburban town out in uh, Mercer County in Heightstown. Okay. Small uh, municip- excuse me, municipality. And then so. your buddy Mike, he's a state trooper in New yes. Jersey. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's fun. About the next week, start year 18. 
Wow. Wild. Wild. We'll dive into your story. You've been on the program before, so most most folks know a little bit of your back history. Um, and we'll dive into that. But I'm curious, what made you go from the truck? Were you over the road or were you local? Uh, local. I was okay. driving a dump truck. Okay. So why did you do that? Leave that to go back to cut that grass and make that cash? Um, I kind of got bored with the truck driving, and I just like you know creating my own schedule, being you know being my own boss mm-hmm. and you know running the business but um i was talking to my cousin cedric and he was just like man you got to get back into the lawn care business like you inspired me to start my lawn care you know business i started back in 2012 uh i had an instagram page for my lawn care business back in 2012 before it was even really a thing to have a you know a page yeah. for your business on instagram and like there was no content, like there was no, it was it wasn't any, you know, any of that. I just had followed like all of my friends that were on my my personal page, and you know I just like was posting before and after pictures and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I was doing a lawn care business. Um, I was pretty much lawn care maintenance. I never really got into the leaf removal. Well, I did some leaf removal, but um, I never really got into the the winter you know, snow removal. So this, this year will be my first year getting into snow removal. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gearing up. Um, I'm getting a little late start for that right now, but I'm gearing up for the, for the winter right now. And do you have a wife and children or? Yep. Yep. Well, I have a fiance and I have three daughters. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you just had a baby. Yes, I did. How's that going? It's, it's wild. It's life hurting. That's for sure be uh, one month on Sunday. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's life changing. That's for sure. And uh, it's making me uh, think I can't wait. You know, I do love the police job, but I can't wait to retire because I had three weeks off and it was beautiful to work the business, say nine to one, nine to two, <laughs> kind of have that freedom to get back and just be with the family. So it's it's a it's a feeling that it's just indescribable. It's great. And what's your wife? Does she have a job or is she staying home yep. with the baby now? Or? So she's staying home now. Um, so she is a therapist, but she specializes in uh, eating disorder. Mm-hmm. So she works for a company local here. Uh, not here, sorry. Uh, you know, obviously back in New Jersey where we live. And then she does private practice on the side too. Okay. So, so people with like anorexia and bulimia or what? Yeah. 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 So that's her specialty. She can, you know, she does any type of therapy for the most part, but her specialty is eating disorders. Okay. So I got a little eating disorder, that, but not, I, not I, as severe as, yeah. not to make lighthearted to someone with that, but I got to get rid of my gut, yeah, man. But it's not even that too. It'll be, it'll be something like that too, though. I, I, yeah. It's a whole nother world that I didn't even know about. And I'm like, it's, it's interesting. Very, very yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, I was familiar with that situation because I used to know somebody that would, you know, go in the bathroom and throw up after they ate a meal. And I couldn't, I couldn't compute it. I didn't even know what it was it's called bulimia. So yeah, it, yeah I, I learned all that. And it was, it's very, very sad. Yeah. Um, but it can be overcome. So yes, absolutely. And, and I can, I can get a LeBron James six pack back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he has it anymore, but I remember that picture of him and D Wade at the beach where they're like, ripped up. Yeah. I'm like D Wade's body uh, type is crazy. Like he's super ripped. Like yeah, you know the picture I'm talking about back in the day? I've seen it before. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. It's bulking season. But even Miles Garrett, <laughs> Miles Garrett be 
ripped up like that and he's humongous yeah human being i got pictures of these guys on my vision board nick chubb miles garrett all of them i want to i want to get in shape yeah but you're in good shape yeah i work out uh well i couldn't work out as much as i wanted to during the summertime because it was just i mean the, the heat and it was it, i couldn't go from working outside all day and then go to the gym afterwards so i kind of you know put it on the back burner for the summer but i just uh got back in the gym uh, beginning of October. Okay. Yeah. And how did it work out financially this year? That first year is always the toughest. Um, so I had um, some good equipment from, from before. Okay. So I still had, like, my trimmers. Um, I had a handheld blower and a backpack blower from steel, but I ended up going to get the Echo uh, PB9010. Yeah. What do you that think about a that? Beast. Yeah. That thing is crazy. Yep. So I ended up getting that. Um I had the an older steel combi, mm-hmm. and I bought another one, and then I got the uh, the multi force. Cedric gave me a thirty six walk behind, mm-hmm. but um, I mean it was it was it's a good good mower, yeah. but I, I needed something a little bit bigger. Yeah. And I actually honestly I actually bought the the multi force uh, sixty inch grandstand, and I didn't even really have any yards to use it on. Mm-hmm. Like I had one customer at that time that. I could use it on that yard, but I mean, it's been like a game changer for for the business. Like, as far as uh, you know, not working working as hard as I used to with the push mower or the walk behind. Yeah. Um, and just cutting time down. Do you have a trailer and a truck, or what? Yeah, I got a trailer. Uh, six six and a half by twelve. Okay. Yeah. Yep, I got a auto equipment defender. Stuff mm-hmm. on there, the, the um, trimmer rack, gas can, um, the spool for the line for the yeah yeah. I watch a guy on YouTube called Pittsburgh Dad. He does these skits. You ever seen him? Uh, I think I might have heard of him. I'm not sure. He does like jokes about the city of Pittsburgh, but I, he always shows his little yard and it's small. Is that what your yards are like, or is that just stereotypical? Um, well, he has a small the, little yard in the city. There are, there are some small yards. But I um I work in a suburb outside of Pittsburgh called Penn Hills. Okay. And um they're pretty big yards, open yards. Um, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How's your business going, Vince? Good. Good. Um, it, this year was uh it was a lot of work. Um, but honestly, I can truly say the least stressful. Um, just having everything in place was great um aeration seating that got hectic that was that was wild um a lot more uh business in that end what uh, month in new jersey do you do aerating and seating what was that i'm sorry <clears throat> excuse me what month in new jersey do you guys do that september okay yeah so we usually i mean ruckers is our you know extension that does all the pesticides fertilizer their recommendation is august you know, they'll say like the end of August into October 15th, but Jersey, you never know when there could be a frost. Mm-hmm. You know, we have had an early frost. And of course, as we all know, you get that early frost, it will stop the germination. So luckily we had a very late frost. Uh, we just actually had it last week, I believe. Um, and you want to talk about cold. It's actually colder in New Jersey than it is here today. So, um, but yeah, September is the, the go time for that. Um, and then uh, I just wrapped up the last application and I'm kind of just taking a little time. Um, 
you know, taking in the baby time, you know, the family time now, and then, uh, you know, kind of just focus on the family for a little bit and then, uh, you know, do some stuff, get ready for the off season and prep for next season. Because as we all know that the off season, it's you blink and it's, it's back, you know, it's March already. It's quick. Yeah. Like I said, I don't do snow like that. Like, you know, like more power to the guys that do snow. I give you so much credit going into that. That's wild. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, it's going to be my first year. So, yeah. So you didn't do that back in 2012 when you had the you um, know, first business or? I mean, I, I didn't have a snowblower. So it was like little sidewalks and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Now, why'd you leave in 2012? Why'd you take your talents to the trucking biz? Well, I did. I did um, lawn care from. 2012 to 2017. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to do something different. There was a lot of money in the trucking. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was driving for somebody. And I never ended up getting my own truck, but I was making good money driving trucks. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe if I ended up getting my own truck, then maybe I might have stayed. But I I really was missing the doing the lawn care. Yeah. Yeah. And how did your cousin influence you? Because he's really gung-ho about his business. Did that impact you? Um, I don't know. We had a talk one time, and he was just like, cuz, you got to get back into it. Like, you've been doing this thing for years, and, like, things have changed now. It's, like, so much different equipment that's like and he knows his stuff when it comes to this equipment yeah he's always been like that he's like was a computer engineer or something like that so he always knew like all the news computer stuff and Mm -hmm. so he like he was telling me you know about you know a lot of the different equipment and stuff and how things have changed and they're just like you know what i might go ahead and get back into it so you know, I started investing some of my uh, trucking money into, you know, getting my trailer and equipment that I needed. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a very good decision. Now, is Mac, is he, Cornell Mac, is he over in Pittsburgh? Yeah, he's in Pittsburgh, too. You know him? Uh-huh. I know him through Cedric. I met him at the, uh, Cedric and Cornell had a meet and greet back yeah. in, um, I think it might have been like April. Okay. Yep. So, um, I went to the meet and greet. I met Mac and... Uh, we are, we've been cool ever since. Okay, cool. Yeah, good dude. That's nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's been the biggest uh, lesson you guys learned this season? Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at Lightspeed? Hey, I'm Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop right here on the Green Industry Podcast and every other lawn care podcast you listen to. I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge I've given in those interviews, but I want you to experience the power of putting Lightspeed behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets. The early bird ticket pricing is $197, and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to freeze you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hayne, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event, the reviews have been fantastic. So come hang out with us, Springville, Alabama. If you need a ticket and want to register, you need to do so before it sells out because I really think it's going to sell out this year. This is Friday and Saturday, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. To get a ticket, go to LawnCareLife.com and click on the link for conference. 
If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden used our price increase letter, and what happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me, and in 32 years, he'd never increased the prices ever, and I knew that we had to make a change, so we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%, and um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2, and we had eight cancellations through the entire thing, so we raised our prices through that letter about 200 grand. Say that, say that one more time. $200,000 that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at the green industry podcast.com. It's a plug and play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here. And in the most straightforward, concise way, it explains to your customer why you're raising the their price it made him 200 grand each year and then you're going to raise the price again next year exactly card on foul (laughs) (laughs) card on foul yeah that's that's been the biggest lesson i've learned this year yeah um you know i have had a little bit of trouble with some customers paying i mean everybody will pay but it's like Mm -hmm. you know they'll put you off until um when it's convenient for them. When it's convenient for them, yeah. Yep. Always so, the last to get paid. Yeah. So what CRM did you yeah. switch to? Uh, well, I was using um, Yardbook mm-hmm. and, um, what is it, Stripe. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of made it. Yeah, I see the job. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Jobber hoodie on. I'm a walking billboard. Well, see, I didn't know. Uh, actually, back when when I was doing a lawn care before, I, I forgot. what the, There was another one. Um, service autopilot service autopilot mm-hmm. yeah so i had uh, messed around with service autopilot for a little bit mm-hmm. but i couldn't really get the hang of it mm-hmm. and um cedric told me about yardbook i started using yardbook and you now i started being able to navigate it pretty easy mm-hmm. but i've been hearing a lot of good things about jobber well, as long as you get a card on file you know you're, you're, you're good changer. that's yeah. a game changer game. yeah luckily i implemented that Right off the bat. I forget what website it was. It was like lawnsite.com. It was just a forum page. I don't even know if it's still on there, but that's actually where I found that's yes, I do yard book. That's where I found that. And that's where I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, you can just charge cars. I'm like, that's amazing. So luckily, five years now, it's I've had that. Yeah, I started it then, but I've implemented it now. It's one hundred percent. It that's the only way to do it. But I've started it, I'd say sixty percent, you know, right off the bat. And some people pay checks, but now it's it's the only way to do it. Wow. So with seating and things like that, those jobs are probably three, 400 bucks. Yeah. Do you uh, charge it like you do it and then you charge it the same day? Or how do you uh, coordinate that with the customer? Yeah. So everything I do, when I send over the form, I have it make sure it meets all the state regulations. Um, and then it's Jersey. We're allowed to, you know, put it out there. It's after the service became service has been completed. Same day charge later that night. Okay. Yeah. And what do you do, Steven? With the card on file, like if you go mow someone's yard on a Tuesday morning, when do you charge the card? Um, well, that's what I'm saying. I just just got on the card. Oh, on file. I got so you. Like with this being my first year back, I would just send out the invoice, yeah. and people would pay or whatever. Check in but the mail. Yeah, no, not the um, send the invoice out through Yardbook. Oh, I got you. I got and, you. And you know, people, I'll, I'll tell them. You know, I might text them say, "I check your uh, email. The, the invoice is there. Yeah, and people will pay it." But then you have some people that, you know, delay a couple of days. So Cedric told me, he said, 
card on file only. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have card on file. So I had a couple customers that were card on file, maybe about out of the sixty, maybe three. <laughs> but <laughs> it takes a little it's bit. It's something that I should have implemented from the very beginning. It'd be easier right. from scratch, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, because so. I would say we were going back to the question before is that's that's where I kind of I get the more confidence where it's like I'm not even putting you on the schedule unless I get that card on file, you know, and the other So have you ever actually like went to charge somebody's card on file and then like they took it off or something? So they will take it off. It'll, you'll get an error message or like, you know, not sufficient funds or something like that. There's a couple error codes, but then, yes, then you got to go back to them and say, hey, listen, you know, your card. It just wouldn't charge. It may have expired. You know, that's the line I always use. It, yeah, it yeah, may have expired, yeah. but like, but like, I, no, I see that it says no. It says no, you broke. Yeah, it says no. You know, insufficient funds. Insufficient funds. Yes, and I'm like, so I'm like, listen, I'm like, you know, I'm like, usually this happens when the card's expired. I guess I need a new link. So yeah. you got to play a little catch up. <laughs> but again, I mean, the saying like everyone does in the industry, it's like between you and uh, Brian stuff like that. It's like I'd rather get. 95% of my money, you know? So for me to go back to that customer and say, hey, you know, just send it back. Can we just do this? You know, it's, but okay. I think, like you said, that's the best, like you said, that that's a great thing to do. And then the biggest thing that I've really been concentrating to is saying no <laughs> to certain, to certain work clients. <laughs> it just, no, I'm not taking on you. Like it just, it, there's just not a vibe. Mm-hmm. There's something there that feels off, and you know what? I just don't want to do business. So yeah, when you feel like that, you're you're usually right. Yeah, and I and I think that's a huge thing because then it's usually you say yes, you want the money, but it could cost you more money in the end. Yeah. So I think that you know being confident in not leaving until that card's on file or not. Hey, because I have a thing in there that says you will not. I have a thing in there that says you'll automatically be scheduled once a card's on file. So that kind of motivates the people to get going with that mm-hmm. um you know but and the biggest thing is no that's that's that was my this year's thing was being confident in that and once you're in the rhythm and the routine then you're so poised and confident when you get a new customer oh this is our billing policy yeah they sense it like you've done this so many times they don't question it yeah because i guarantee you their cable bill whether they have at&t or i don't know what you guys have up north but that's that's our uh, card on file yeah Mm -hmm. you know the verizon or whatever you guys have up here i live down in atlanta so we have at&t for cable and the verizon for your phone bill okay we got comcast comcast so it's the same thing you think those people are actually sending the check into xfinity or comcast no it's just monthly charging you know what i mean and so they're already cool with that you know yeah but but those brands are even though they might have a sketchy customer service. They're mm-hmm. they're trustworthy and whatever. So we have to be trustworthy. But there are, you know, if anyone yeah. ever gives you a hard time, just be like, it's just like paying your phone bill or your cable bill. Yeah. We'll just have it on card. And I always use the word convenience. Convenient for you because you don't have to worry about it. You know, yep. mm-hmm. it's one last thing goes automatically. Or the thing is, too, is like, you'll say that, too. Obviously, hit them with all that. And or I sometimes I'll be just with me like, listen. I've been burned in the past and this is my livelihood. This is how I pay for the roof over my head. This is how I feed the family. This, you know, like, you know, my thing is you don't go to shop, right? And get your groceries and say, I'm going to pay you later. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, like for grass cutting, like you guys, like, you know, you come every Monday. I know Mm -hmm. that's $40 every Monday. I got to pay, you know, for me, you know, I come six times, seven times a year. Like, you know, Vince comes once a month from March to October. 
you know, that, that's the same bill. I guess with the lawn care, I guess people are like used to the old back in the day way, like leave the uh, check under the mail. I mean, under the mat. under the, uh, the mat on the porch or something or look in the grill. It's in the grill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not so, in the grill. Yeah, yeah I had it. <laughs> you go back, and it's, where is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. But, yeah, I, I feel you. We got to get, you know, stick. I got to stick to strictly card on foul. Yeah. And then. That's the biggest lesson that I've learned this year. Yeah. It'll save you a headache from, oh, well, you know, if you, I'll be home at 8 o'clock tonight. Come pick up your check. I'm like, yeah. well, I got to go, I got to go drive five minutes across town to go pick up. Right. You know, for, for, me, for me, me. Yeah, for eighty dollars, it's yeah. It's, it's not even worth for me to drive across town. Just put the car in a file. So, yeah, yeah it's definitely uh, like I said, it best advice I could give to you <laughs> is just be confident in that and just rock yep. with that. No. In two thousand fifteen or fourteen, a guy named Jonathan Potashnik. He started Service Autopilot. He sold it for a boat, uh, boatload of money. Boat, boat's not a, a shipload of money. I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, uh, I was gonna say uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's around the time I got yeah. uh, aware of it. I think it was like $79 a month to, to use Service Autopilot. Yeah, but and I he, got it and couldn't figure out how to well, use this, it. This, <laughs> I, this show is sponsored by Jobber. My, my point wasn't to promote that. My, pro, my point was back then he was preaching card on file, card on file, card on file, card yeah. on file. And I heard him, like, in 2000, probably 2014. And it go in one ear and it go out the other. And then 2015, go in one ear, go out the other. And then 2016, my friend Brian Ring was like, he calls me Polly. He's like, Polly, watch this. And he had all his customers' cards on file and he just charged him, charged him, charged him. Of course, it was agreed upon and in writing. He's like, look, Polly, he's showing off. It's like $3,000. And he's like, and you're chasing all these checks. And, and he was, yeah. but I, I saw it. And then I, I got, I did it. Yeah. And, um. Now it's 2020. We're going into 2024. If you have a lawn care business and you don't have a hundred percent card on file, you're you're in, in you're behind ancient times, way behind. Yeah. And I was behind in 2016. Yeah, JP down there in Dallas, he was already doing card on file. Yeah, and what a lot of people don't know, and I don't know if you're familiar with, but it's actually a tax write off. Everyone's like, oh well, you got to pay these fees. Yeah, you pay for them, but you get a uh, a form at the end of the year for your taxes, and you submit that, and it's a tax write off. Okay. So, like I said, some people, that's, it deters them for that. Oh, I don't want to pay 2.9% or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No, I'd rather pay 2.9% to at least get my money faster. Yeah. You know? And when you quote a, a customer, it's you already build, build that built. in. Like, yep. if you're charging them 40, charge them 43. Or, like, yep. raise your prices anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I don't get with the restaurants now. Anyone notice? I don't know if they're doing that by you guys or whatever, but out by Jersey and us, it's like, Credit card processing fees. Now, if you use a card, it's uh, 3% this time. I'm like, My barber does that. I'm like, just incorporate mm-hmm. your prices so I don't see it. Because it actually, I'm like, I get irked by it. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> just, just make the steak an extra $2. So I'm not, I don't I don't get it. Yeah. My barber, uh, it used to be 60 bucks. Now it's 63 But I, I just get cash and I, I pay yeah. in cash because I'm cheap. I'm a frugal. Oh, hey, I'm I, like that too. I ain't paying no three dollar yeah. processing fee. Right. But you're right. Yeah. If I didn't know about it, I yeah, would just swipe my card. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, you're it's sixty three dollars. That's that's what it is. But I yeah. pay sixty. I pay cash. Well, but I also tip her twenty bucks. I was just saying, if it was the card, <laughs> on, you know, <laughs> if I get Sasha, if I get Sean, I give him fifteen. Does that include the beard? <laughs> yeah, the, okay. the, the, the haircut, the haircut beard trim. Beard. Okay, All and right. Sasha, I tip her twenty, and my boy Sean, I get tip him fifteen. All right, there you go. Why do you only tip him fifteen? <laughs> 
Sasha's fine. <laughs> I'm single. She's in there yeah. at the hot towel. Sean's little back rub ain't, ain't feel like Sasha, man. <laughs> I give her 20. <laughs> That's but Sean's happy with 15. Yeah. I mean, he always, he seems happy. Yeah. But yeah, she's a very pretty woman. All right. <laughs> she gets 20. Fair enough. But it's first come, first serve. I'm not, I'm not, I just, when I go in, whoever, whoever gets me in. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, my, you got my mind going. <laughs> Let's bring it back in the card on file here. Yeah. I mean, I think we pretty much hit everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just having a fun. I asked him what his biggest lesson learned was this year. He said, card on file. What about you, Vince? I say, I, I, I go back to saying no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that was the, season, the biggest. Yeah. You know, because we get caught up in, our work is seasonal and it's like, we got to make as much money as we possibly can because we, you know, for some companies like mine, like I'm done in November, I don't work till March. So like everyone in this industry is like cramming money, cramming money. And then guys with snow, I mean, is it going to snow anymore? We don't know. Like by the Northeast, we don't even, it's going to snow anymore by us. So, but yet I think when you're comfortable, you just got to realize like you can say no to jobs, you know, it's the biggest thing. Saying no to one job could lead you to saying yes to a job that's going to be 10 times more profitable. So I think that's that's my confidence this year that I've been really honing down on. Oh. What do you do when you're in that predicament when you know in your gut you should say no, but you feel like a social pressure? Like, so, Luckily, with the police job, there's a lot of communication and talking, and, and it's like having confidence and it's sometimes I was just flat out just telling listen like I don't know if I can meet your needs necessarily like I do offer what I believe is the best product out there I'm going to do this however though you're saying this that it's I just don't believe we're a good fit and unfortunately I'm just going to pass this pass on this yeah um, you know or if I get that vibe then I find out their address. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like, we're we're not taking any more clients in that area right now. We're concentrating on here. So little ways around it necessarily. You know, we had to do a lot of that this year. Yeah, uh, with the route density thing, um, that was something that um, Cedric pointed out to me. That Brian preaches a lot about the route density, and it made a lot of sense to me. You know, because you're running around all these places and all over town and like the windshield time what they mm -hmm. call it you're not making any money so i was saying no to a lot of jobs that like weren't in the area that i like to that i work in yeah and um that was like that was a good thing for me yeah um, no it's smart smart yeah very smart yeah and since you're in year one it is better to pick it faster because like what happened to me is when i was starting <clears throat> i took some jobs in swanee then I took some jobs in Duluth. Then I took some jobs in Johns Creek. Then I took some jobs in Lawrenceville. Then I'm like, well, I'm already in Lawrenceville. I'll pick up a few more. Then I had a Lawrenceville day, a Johns Creek day, a Swanee day, a Duluth yeah. day. And I built like my business around being in this area each day. And in hindsight, what I should have done is just pick, I'm only in Duluth. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you guys don't know the cities I'm naming, but these are all the little suburbs of, of Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... I made that mistake and I was all over the place, but I would have just rather picked, nope, this is where I'm going to be and then say no to everything else and then just built all that route density from day one mm -hmm. instead of 
oh, I'm already there. I'll pick up the guy across the street. And then yeah. it was a mess. Yeah. Eventually, I, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, so that was Mike. Um, that's kind of how we do it. So where I'm at, I I have Lacey. I, I've got like five towns I service. And like, mm-hmm. I'll go down to Barney and Manahawkin, and I'll do two full days of fertilizing down there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thinking ahead of time, baby, wife, where I think I would say a goal of mine for this offseason is to say like, whether it be like postcard mania, something, and just blast my hometown Lacey. And just, I mean, you say, you know, I have like 40, 50 something accounts down there. Even if I get 20 more in Lacey, Mm -hmm. I can maybe, you know, drop some of those or all of them and kind of just be still profitable with the obviously route density and have more time. You know, it's it's a 15 minute drive to get down there. And, you know, I mean, it adds up. But I think that's a goal of mine on the offseason to look into that more. That's so good. Yeah, I actually got caught up in that, too. I had a friend of mine that lives like on the south side of Pittsburgh and I started out cutting his yard. And um, this is like when I'm just getting back, I didn't have I probably had five customers and they were the two of them. And they were on another side of town that I really didn't want to work on. But they're my friends. So, I, you know, trying to get back in the game, obligated, pick up some. Yeah, <laughs> you feel obligated. So I started cutting their yards and I ended up picking up a lot more houses over in that area. Like so I did have one day. Mm-hmm. that I went over to that side of town. But as, you know, I got um, familiar with the term route density and, you know, what it consists of, I was saying no to, you know, anything that wasn't in, like, the area that I service. Yeah. So I did have one day that was over there. Yeah, It's hard because you're making the money. It, yes, it's profitable. Yeah. But... It, Hey, if I can add a couple more percent profitables by staying home, yeah, it's it pays off. I think off. it took me maybe 20 minutes to get over there, and then I had work all the way back to like my garage. Yeah. So I mean, it kind of made sense to keep them, you know, at, at some point yeah, or whatever. You're in a but tight spot. I really don't want to because it's in the inner city. I work in a suburb. I mean, you, less traffic. Um, parking is easier. You know, all of that stuff that you factor in or whatever, that's what keeps me, you know, like wanting to only work in the area that I work in, which is Penn Hills. Must have eggs. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Route density and card on file. Yeah. There there it it is. Is there anything we're leaving out here you guys want to share with my audience? Um. No, not really. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Said just hyping you up. Like, gotta get my cousin on. You gotta get my cousin on. You gotta get my cousin on. I will say though, I will he's say just, he's just proud of me. It's my first year back, and I like killed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it, it was good to see you at Equip and coming yep, coming around the community. That was my first uh, first Equip. I loved it, man. Really? I, yeah. Yep. I'm going every year from now on. Yes, sir. Yep. And I'm having a good time here at the LAL. So this is my first one to LAL. You know, I watch you guys on. Uh, Watch the guys on YouTube and listen to the podcast and stuff like that. So, like I said, when I was when I was doing the, um, lawn care before, there wasn't all of these mm-hmm. like a lawn care community mm-hmm. yeah, like there, was, there is right now. Yeah, I mean, I'd say pre-COVID, there wasn't too much. I feel like sitting home a little more, you had more screen time and you started finding more stuff. So. Yeah, I get lost in this stuff now. Like I'm <laughs> on Instagram all day, just like. Watching videos, I'm sitting there just watching somebody trim and like shape bushes. Like, 
that's like one of my favorite things to do is like shrubs. Chase Stetson, you ever watch him trim a bush and do like a voiceover? No. He's pretty funny. On TikTok, Chase Stetson. Okay, okay I got to follow him. Yeah, I don't have TikTok. He's hilarious. Gotta... He's hilarious. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll film himself trimming the bush, but then he'll do commentary. Yeah, it's voiceover. Just, yeah, voiceover yeah, of him I... trimming the bush. And it's, it's pretty funny. Okay. He's, he's a comedian. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered everything. I mean, I've been on your show a couple of times, so everyone kind of knows a little bit about me. You usually have your sidekick with you. I know. He's out scouting probably some for his podcast somewhere. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> scouting podcast guests. You gotta, I'm, you're talking to a single guy here. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not scouting my next podcast guest. Yeah. I'm trying to give me a wife. Yeah. I'm scouting. <laughs> Downstairs, there's a lot more people. We might have to right. wander down there. <laughs> What's cool about the podcasting is when you throw out like a board, like people, people are like, What's going on? Yeah, they they they. they well, I was looking for you. I didn't know you were up here, but it's it's so much louder downstairs. Yeah, and, and then when I came up here, they had music on the speakers, and I asked them if they could cut it off, and thankfully they did. Nice. So I could podcast, and then this Joker started playing Eminem down there. Yeah, he turned it up. <laughs> They're from Detroit. <laughs> I I don't know that much about. <laughs> I don't listen to rap music, but I know Eminem. Isn't he from Detroit? Yeah, he's from Detroit. I say he's got his own like spaghetti place too, or something like that, right? <laughs> Not huh. too far from here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to that stuff. But um, all right. Well, I mean, if you guys think we covered it all, yeah, I think so. You're content. I mean, we could sit here for hours, really, <laughs> talking about anything and everything. But you know, so. who's gonna win the AFC North? You know who I'm going to say? <laughs> the, the <laughs> Browns. Oh, come on. Are you a betting man? I'll, I'll bet you. All right. I'll bet you we do better than you. Okay. We, win our, we win our division. We can make a bet on How that. How much you want to bet? What you want to A hundred bucks. hundred bucks? <laughs> yep. A hundred bucks, we win our division. 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. I got it. hundred bucks. <laughs> Are you sure? You're talking about Deshaun Watson and Miles Garrett and David Njoku and yeah. Jim Schwartz and the number one defense yeah. in the NFL? Yeah, watch what we do next week. You're coming to Cleveland, Brown Stadium in Lake Erie. Yeah. I feel bad. You have three little kids. If you lose the bet, sending me 100 bucks. <laughs> I don't want to do monetary because I'm going to feel bad. I'm 100% confident the Browns are going to finish better than the gentleman's Steelers. bet. No, we could we, do gentlemen's. You got three kids. I got. I got. Uh, my kids are grown. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought you guys were in diapers. They can fend for themselves. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're sitting there in their poopy diaper, and you're yeah, sending no. me a hundred bucks. No, no. My <laughs> youngest is sixteen. Should be seventeen. Do you realize the, the logic here? <laughs> the Browns have the best defense in the NFL. They have Deshaun Watson, David Njoku, Amari Cooper. Pittsburgh Steelers have that Watt and the Fitzpatrick. We're we're tied in the division. We both got. We're both. I'll give you. Three. I'll give you a gentleman. So actually, uh, the Ravens are the best in the division right now. Yeah, seven and two. Lamar always seems to get hurt around this time of the year, and then he. All right. Well, we can bet on next week's game. <laughs> Browns. Or, Browns versus Steelers. I don't want to take your money though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a friendly. A, a friendly prediction okay the the the, the, the browns are gonna finish better in the division than the steelers 
I don't think so. I, I can't say much. I'm not even going to pretend that Dallas is going to finish first. <laughs> <laughs> the Steelers just aren't that good this year. But we're always better than the Browns. All right. All right. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, right. I was waiting we, for that. We don't have anything more to talk about. Now, Steve said they wanted to, bet, wanted to spend this yeah. $100. This isn't going to go much farther. <laughs> the best off the table, because I feel bad taking your money, because I am 100% confident the Browns will finish better than the Steelers. No, I the same, have the same confidence with the Steelers. Yeah, but that's based off all your glory days in the past. That's not based off of facts of this season. I mean, you have seen the Cleveland Browns defense. The only reason that you guys beat us the first time is because our our offense uh, turned it over. Remember the fourth quarter? Yeah. All kind of uh, pick sixes, fumble sixes, picks and scores, all that stuff. Yeah. That's what we do. All right. <laughs> Vince is with Vince is with the Browns. So I know you guys didn't tune in. I know I used to have a Cleveland Browns podcast called the Here We Go Brownies podcast. A very popular show. Very, are you doing radio? No, I, I started I started a podcast called Here We Go Brownies. Okay. With my co-host Allie Highsong. Like you were talking earlier about saying no. I had to I had to enter a season of saying no because I was doing too much. I was doing that. I was doing an Ohio State Buckeyes podcast called the Buckeye Boys podcast. I was doing this podcast. I was running my landscaping business. I was working at a radio station. I was doing. I, I said yes to everything. So when you were talking about saying no to a customer in life in general, I had to go into a season of saying no. And it was that's why I asked you how did you tell the customer no because I had to call my co-host Allie. I was so nervous. I was so scared. It's like breaking up with a not. She was my girlfriend. Yeah. But I was like, hey, I can't do the podcast anymore. And she was crushed. I was crushed. But I knew I couldn't juggle. Um, five things and be good at all of them. So I used to have a Cleveland Browns podcast, and all right. I thought, you know, every, they were going to win every game, and then Baker Mayfield would go out there like an idiot and throw an interception. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson's much better than Baker Mayfield, but Nick Chubb's not playing, so he's hurt. All right, well, you guys don't want to hear me talk about football, so uh, how can people connect with you on the social media? Um, I'm PGH Lawn Care. And, Let's um, see if I'm following you. <clears throat> Say that one more time. PGH. PGH. Lawn Care. Lawn Care. All one word, yeah. PGH Lawn Care. Type that in you there. You put PJH. Oh, P. Paul George, long hair. <laughs> All right. There you go. I'm following you. Cutting edge long hair. Yep. Steve-O. Yep. There we go. Yeah, nice. mine's uh, keeping a green landscaping. There's no G on keeping, but keeping a green landscaping. Uh, Facebook and Instagram. I don't have TikTok. Okay. <clears throat> All right. My phone's ringing. It's Caleb Allman, and I got his keys, so I better, oh, I better take this. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Go Browns. Yeah. <laughs> Go Steelers. <laughs> Here we go, Steelers. I like when they play that renegade. I'm going to send you a message on game right, day. Yeah. Right. Right. Hey, Caleb. <laughs>
guys. Thanks again to Brian and Liz for hosting us here at the Hub in Novi, Michigan for this year's LAL. Thanks to Steve-O and Vince for stopping by our mobile remote studios here in frigid, cold, gray, cloudy Michigan. <laughs> Go Buckeyes, by the way. And uh, we are having a good time here at the pre-party for the 2023 LAL event. I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I know I've been saying this a lot lately, but I don't want anybody to miss out on the event that I am hosting with my boy Jason Curl in Sweet Home, Alabama, uh, because it will sell out this year. Um, We can only fit 300 people in at this year's show. So if you want to join us for uh, the community event we're doing down there, the link to register is in today's show notes for the Lawn Care Life Conference. We'd love to have you in Sweet Home, Alabama. Uh, Come hang out with us uh, at that event. So. I got to roll my boy Caleb Almonds down in the lobby, and I have his car keys, so we'll conclude right now. But uh, hopefully you can join us for the fun in Alabama. Sign up today, and uh, we hope to see you there. Roll Tide Roll, Jason. There you go. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you on the next one. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell means more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.